All right, hello and welcome back to the You Show Show. It is the show where you show things. Um, I am joined again today by my good friend, Mark Snedo. Mark, hi and welcome back. Thanks for having me. I am, um, I'm glad you were able to come back into the studio. Uh, it's good to have you back <laughs> here with us in this amazing studio that looks nothing like my apartment nor your house whatsoever. Um, Last week we talked about uh, The War, starring Elijah Wood and Kevin Costner. Uh, Great film. If you still haven't checked it out, I would still recommend checking it out. Uh, And then the film that I shared with Mark, uh, which we'll be talking about today, is the film What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, What did you, Mark, think of What's Eating Gilbert Grape? I loved it. Um, I think similar to the war, it's just such a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, actually, it's funny though. You know, asked me to watch this one. I've seen it, you know, plenty of times before. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was back when I was drinking, and this is the first time I've seen it since you know, I've been sober for a year and a half now. Oh, uh, nice. And so seeing it uh, with that's one of the great parts about getting sober is the, the shit you always did when you were drinking all those experiences now are like brand new so it's like seeing it for the first time um just because i can you know think a little clearer about it um and actually remember more from it <laughs> yeah that's well can, congrats on the sobriety too man that's awesome that's super cool to hear so i guess what were like <laughs> what are your first initial thoughts on this film um yeah, I mean it's it's just uh it it's a great movie um that has a lot of similar to the war was very twists and turns and different uh aspects of the people's lives within it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's another movie that is has a lot to unpack, uh, you know, within it, the different uh storylines that it kind of starts to tell between uh you know, DiCaprio's character, um, phenomenal acting on his part, uh, as well as Johnny Depp, the, the the stress that he goes through and how he kind of handles it and then eventually snaps, but then kind of comes back to reality. Um, and there's there's little moments in there that they, they drop in that I don't think were meant to be comedic, or maybe they were. Mm-hmm. Like kind of giggle at them, um, even though like they're not, you know, once again, they're not telling like a slapstick joke or anything, but it's it's moments where you're like, okay, that was a, a really funny situation that they have gone through and the way they portray it. Yeah, no, there's definitely funny moments in this in this in this in this film. Um, it's a um, it's a film similar to the war where it's it, yeah, it's gonna have it's gonna have moments that you're definitely gonna feel. Um, it is a definite tearjerker of a film uh, but like you said with the war I don't remember I know I didn't see this in theater um, we had rented it on VHS and we watched it and I know it was my dad and my sister and I and um, kind of like what you said with the war it was just like we just kind of fell in love with it and I have been watching this film I would say fairly regularly ever since um, this is like a movie that I will definitely watch probably at least once a year. Um, and one of my favorite things about this movie as well is um, you pick up you pick up new things every time you watch it, or at least like you can kind of then like think about something else every time you rewatch this film. Um, so like my girlfriend and I actually just rewatched it last night so we could talk about it today. Um, 
And in the very beginning of the movie, they talk about Johnny Depp talks about uh, his he has a brother that got away, and it was just like a little detail that obviously I've heard before from watching the film. But then I kind of was like watching the movie, thinking about that as well. Like, what does the family feel about having one of the brothers and the father missing, which we'll get into in a minute. But um, it's just kind of like one more layer that you can kind of think about while watching this film. And so for that, I, I appreciate it. I never, I never I got that part. It's a, it's a simple story. The one thing I will say, too, is like it's similar to The War. Like, I feel like both of these could be they both kind of feel like they could like be plays like you could see them on like on a stage. You know what I mean? Um, they kind of have like we were saying last episode as well they have kind of that like it's a serious tone but it's got that like 90s kind of whimsical storytelling not that it's not you know not a bad thing um, but uh, but yeah it's it's a it's a it's a it's a good film uh, so <laughs> what is what is what's eating Gilbert Grape about um, I also weird I always like I Another thing my girlfriend and I were talking about last night was um, they never they mentioned the town name I can't remember it but they don't mention what state it's in and I've always felt like this film could either take place in like Iowa or like Indiana it, it's got kind of like a Midwest feel to it would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that when I was actually just doing a little research on it too, so this is based on a book and I think that in Iowa. Okay, that makes sense. Because they do mention, I think they mention Indiana at the end of the film, like somebody got a job there, uh, which is then obviously kind of, you know, just right there. Yeah, I think it's the one of the sisters, like, got... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the, the, the eldest sister at the end of the film gets a, gets a job in Indiana. So, yeah, Iowa makes sense. And, um, but it's this family, um, and they live, it's a, it's not a farm, but it's, out in the country, it's a farmhouse, uh, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, the main character is Johnny Depp. Uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Grape is his character. And his younger brother, Arnie, uh, played, like you said, just masterfully by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Arnie's character is mentally challenged. They never specify exactly what it is but it's very much present uh and um his character it's mentioned early on in the film that he was expected i think to only live like 12 or 13 years um was it 10 damn even even shorter not supposed to live you know he wasn't supposed to live after 10 and then um now the family is preparing uh for his 18th birthday so he is still very much alive and kicking. And um, one little fun thing of trivia is um, they took, you know, the film went to theaters and any time a movie comes out, they have, you know, the creators and the actors and stuff will sometimes go on tour with the film and go to theaters so that they can talk, you know, do like pre-screen, pre-screenings of, of the film and do interviews. And um, they had talked about that, uh, People legitimately thought that they had gotten like an actor with actual like mental disabilities because Leonardo DiCaprio plays this character so insanely well. And so when they went on tour, because you got to remember too, Leonardo DiCaprio is not, you know, who he is now, obviously. And um, so when they were doing these pre-screenings and people found out, you know, that he wasn't like 
like that was nuts. Like I remember watching this for, like for the first time when I was younger, thinking the exact same thing. Um, and yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's acting in this is like a ten out of ten in my opinion. I also feel. Did you ever watch The Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. I feel like there's bits of Arnie in that character's portrayal of the Wolf of Wall Street, but that's uh, that's just my own, maybe that's just uh, something that I've always felt. I don't know, but I, either way, um, he does a great job, and so does Johnny Depp. Um, there's a lot of other great actors in this film as well, sprinkled throughout, um, but they're definitely the main two. And so they live on this farm. Um, it's Johnny Depp. Gilbert, Arnie, and then uh, there's two more sisters living on the farm and their and their mother. Um, kind of spoiler alert, you find out that their father had committed suicide just sometime in the past. So the dad built this house. He was with his family and he committed suicide. And that is kind of, I would say, the the main catalyst of everything that is kind of going on inside of this family uh everybody is feeling that in one way or another and it's you don't see it you know it happens years before even the film takes place um but yeah they're setting up for they're setting up for um arnie's 18th birthday and johnny depp's character gilbert is kind of stuck he's stuck in place and um that is one one major theme in the film is everybody's talking about staying. Uh, like Arnie, a lot of times will say to Gilbert, you know, you're not going anywhere. And he'll repeat the line over and over again. You know, uh, Arnie thinking it just be kind of like a funny little in the moment joke. But overall in the story, uh, it has a lot has a lot more meaning to it than uh, Arnie just picking on him. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Gilbert's not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Where are you going? Yeah, I think you definitely uh, hit it right there with one of the main themes is is the you know the fact of being being stuck uh, in the Midwest, and I think that's one of the reasons why the film probably did so well was so many people can relate to that you know that have grown up in the midwest in a smaller town and are just you know they they want to go off and do bigger and better things or to see something different but they're they feel stuck like they can't you know get anywhere different and i think that's it's more relatable to mid people who did grow up in the midwest but i think it's also just anyone can just about that like oh they've you know been experiencing the same things in the same town for so many years of their life and then they have to you know they're feeling like they need a change or something different so coming of age but more in a, a later stage uh, is, is definitely um prevalent and they you know they, it comes up more with um when they end up meeting the uh or when we end up meeting his soon-to-be girlfriend uh i think becky right mm -hmm. yep um and kind of how how that plays in because she's you know very much a, a roaming person and hasn't ever been stuck in one place so she is looking to plant roots whereas he's trying to like dig his up yeah so i think that's uh an interesting um characteristic that plays out throughout the whole film and and like you said with uh 
Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Um, it's it, I, I'm yeah. They never say what uh, he has. The characteristics I think are are pretty similar with autism, um, and so that you know, yeah, it's it's just phenomenal the way they play it out um, and the way that he even the small I don't know if you know if you've ever you know interacted with someone who has autism. Um, I've had neighbors and friends um, and experienced a lot with people who have autism and um, some of the the different traits and tics that he has throughout it I, I was blown away by how like spot on yeah yeah and like one of the, the one of the main po- points in all that is the concept of like consequence and punishment and I and like he nails it perfectly where like like he doesn't understand. Like so, one of his characteristic traits is there is the um, the water tower in town, and he wants to climb up it all the time, and all these people are showing up because they don't want him to fall. The cops always have to show up, and you know he feels like the town is there to just watch him climb the water tower when in fact it's like no, the cops are there to get him down, and they you know throughout the film they're saying you know if this happens again we're going to arrest him and um and that the consequence doesn't stick with him he doesn't understand it and for me yeah like what you were just saying like that it's played masterfully on his behalf and he did a lot of research for the role which i think definitely shows and comes across really well in the film arnie Whoa! I'm not gonna fall! Whoa! 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 Hey! My Judah fell off! My Judah fell off, Billboard! I know a boy whose name is Arnie. He's uh, about to turn 18 and have a big party. I know a boy whose name is Arnie. Come on down, buddy. Come on. Match in the gas tank. Boom, boom. Match in the gas tank. Boom, boom. Match in the gas tank. Boom, 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 boom. Good boy. Come on down, buddy. Come on down. Come on. Just to kind of like bring that around, is they they sneak in that one scene where he um, is has a grasshopper in the mailbox, right? It's up like not really grasping what he's doing when he's doing it right and it kills the and they f- switch the scene up next to him crying about it um it's also interesting as well in the way that they portray that that you know there is uh deeper thought and feeling that um he has than than just what meets the eye what is it buddy i killed him <laughs> I killed him, Gilbert. I killed him. I know, buddy. I know. 
the film does a, a really good job too where there are a lot of moments where Arnie, us, the viewer, he makes us laugh, but you're never laughing at him. You're laughing with him. And I think that the film does a really good job at that as well. Because um, he is a funny kid. He's goofy and he does really funny things throughout the film, but it's it's never, like you were saying with the war, it's not slapstick comedy. It's just funny moments that you find yourself in with these characters. And I think stuff like that is really cool. Scene in the truck when they meet Becky, when she gets in the car to go, like, go from the grocery store. And he's just like blunt with her, like, yeah, we're having a birthday party for me. Uh, but you're not invited. <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And it's like if only we could all be so honest, it would just be amazing. If we could all, if we could all just be like that, it would actually probably be easier for everyone in life involved. And we all like giggle and laugh at that scene because of his bluntness. We're not laughing at him. We're laughing with the situation. Exactly. Just because it is funny, and even the character too, Becky, she laughs. Um, yeah, and um, and so through through then Arnie. Um, we can we can see then some of the problems of what Johnny Depp's character Gilbert is having to deal with in the film. Um, and so one of them is Arnie. Arnie is not a problem to Gilbert. It's just that he has special needs and requires attention all the time, which is then taking away from the personal life slash personal time of Johnny Depp's character. Um, and so little by little, we find kind of more things as to why Gilbert has to stay where he's at. He has to stay for Arnie. He has to help Arnie bathe. He has to help Arnie get to and from, you know, I think they never say if he works at the grocery store, but he's definitely there while Gilbert's there. So I'm sure that he does some things to help out around the grocery store. But, um, um, but anyway, so then, yeah, so with that too, then Gilbert works at a local grocery store. Um, you know, they're kind of dealing with the small town, you know, we, we want to create like a really authentic grocery store, but then there's like a, I think they call it like food mart, which is essentially, you know, like a Target or Walmart that's out of town. Um, so similar to the war, it plays into that theme of, again, small town life um, and, uh, and the issues that can pertain with that. Um, but then also Gilbert has, you know, he has, a, he has a younger sister. I think the other sister is older. I guess I don't really know. Maybe she's like a little bit younger, but she's... Um, mostly taking care of herself but she too is trying to help out but then the point that i'm trying to get at which i'm taking five years to get to uh is the mom uh the mom is another main point of the film and um gilbert's mom is i would say hyper obese that is that is the defining trait of her character and um you know she she stays in the house pretty much 24 7 um sits on the couch you see things of, again, the children kind of taking care of her, uh, not her taking care of the children, you know, as a mother kind of ought to or should. Um, the kids, you know, cook cook meals, they prepare it on the table and they bring it to her on the couch. Um, and this is yet again another reason for Johnny Depp's character Gilbert to stay is to take care of the mom. And um, um, I don't know about you, but I've always kind of felt, especially the more you watch this movie, this is going to sound a little weird, but bear with me. I always kind of feel like Johnny Depp's character in the movie, his character, has um, kind of a death wish on his mom. I don't know if you got that at all, but I kind of do. 
Yeah, I think that they have <clears throat> that they do sprinkle in some of that uh where it feels like and you can see it in his eyes and the way he looks something yeah. that like he he feels like life would be easier if she passed away and mm-hmm. he wouldn't stress her on him. Um and I think that yeah, it's it's a very very like small undertone that you you probably won't get the first time you watch it. Watch it more, you know, second or third time, you can probably kind of catch on. Yeah, like there's this scene where, um, so he, I mean, because he helps her. I've always felt like it's more out of obligation than love, but again, that could just be me. But there's a scene where, um, Gilbert discovers the floor, the floorboards under the sofa where the mom is at most of the time are starting to kind of sink in and they're becoming very loose. And um, there's actually a funny little scene where he, so he shows it to his sister and the mom later on, she's trying to light her cigarette and um, her lighter's not working. So she's like, you know, Gilbert, will you help me? And he comes in with a lighter and he doesn't want to stand on the soft spot of the floor. So he kind of like leans in, but like you were just saying with like his face and his eyes I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, it feels like there's like this little bit of like, yeah, smoke because every cigarette is digging you a little bit deeper in the grave and they never say it once, but like, it's something that every time I watch that movie, it's like, I pick up a little bit more and more of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. There's, it, it's one of those like very slight undertones. Like I said, don't, you don't see it directly and they're not. Uh, in your face about it but it's there you can see it and like his eyes are kind of it just kind of waiting for something to happen on this was also back in the days when jenny depp was a really 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 good actor and, and super handsome he, i his his hair in this movie is always was a really good actor yeah i don't think he's a good actor anymore i'm sorry i'm i i i'm i'm in team not jenny depp anymore i'm sorry oh, don't, don't apologize for <laughs> <laughs> um i make the differ on on that that's totally fine i just i um i just haven't seen him in anything and maybe he still is a good actor maybe i need to rephrase that but i just feel like it's uh he hasn't been in an, an over-the-top amazing role i guess in some time but um but he is amazing in this and he is a good actor so and he is in a lot of movies that i thoroughly enjoy so like they stuck him with the uh the pirates of the caribbean thing for so long and like playing so that that thing is part of it and then you know like alice in wonderland and his strange behaviors kind of since then have uh yeah brought it brought it down a little bit but because those a lot of those remakes got a little little too much in my opinion but um but he is amazing in this and 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 so is everyone i mean like because like um I've always wondered too, and actually I should look this up. I should have done it before the show, but we're here now. I've always wondered too, where like, like the the mom, the the actor that plays the mom. Like I always kind of wonder like where she came from because that's got to be a tough role to play. Because I would imagine in real life she's obese, so to always have to play a character where they're calling you out for it, and that is your defining characteristic trait, has to be a little bit difficult and maybe even like awkward at moments between like a director and her i don't know i don't know how something like that would be handled you know what i'm saying though like that's gotta be 
what I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is it's brave of her to do that. Uh, yeah. Because that would be really hard. I don't know if I could go on a movie set and have a movie made about me and my weight. And um, so for that, I, I, I do commend her in real life. Uh, a lot, and I always think about that when I watch this movie. That 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 had to have been a little bit difficult, but um, same here. And I definitely, I I I actually looked at that as well when I first uh, when I you know watched this uh, again with a sober mindset. I was thinking that as well, and kind of looked it up, and because uh, I was wondering, I was like, gosh, is she is she still alive? Like knowing how like the morbidly obese can you know uh, that thing can can definitely. Uh, lower your life expectancy uh i mean she died at 69 uh died in 2017 um oh wow okay but yeah i mean and she but she you know it was courageous for her to to accept that and own it and go yeah i mean it's interesting if you um in looking at her other acting experiences uh even in 2001 uh she played wolf girl or in, in wolf girl and a tv movie okay and her was athena the fat lady uh, that's just kind of messed up how like they portray it that way and literally have the character name as that uh and but yet she just owns it and it's like yep that's who i am and you know what i'll be and she does she does a really good job in this film as well there are there are moments where you know, most of it is just kind of her, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, just kind of in the background. She's just kind of there. But then there's these moments where she needs to take charge and be a commanding voice, and she does it amazingly. Jerry, I've come for my son. Bonnie, you'll need to fill out some papers. No! No! Police procedure required. Oh, boy, Jerry. But Bonnie, you have my to. My son! Give me my son! Come on. Come on home. Sunshine, he's free. Oh, baby. Don't disappear like that anymore. Okay. Promise. Uh, Ma. You're free, baby. You're free. Let's go home. Yeah, when Arnie out of jail and she leaves the house for the first time in years. You see, like, it's it's a that's one of those like shiny moments in the film where you're you start to relate and feel more for her than they've made. They made some like comedic uh issues with it earlier on, right? So like as you were saying, when they, the floorboards are the issue, right? And I, then John C. Riley's character comes over to help fix that. And you see Johnny Depp's character, like, lets one of the, like, hel- helps lift up one of the kids, the neighborhood kids, to the window and see his mom. And John C. Riley's like, dude, you can't do that. Like, that's not okay. If she's your mom. Kind of bring it back to what you were saying, too. He, they, that's kind of become like a normal thing for him. And he's like, well, you know, it's acceptance of like, yep, you know, she's the big lady in town and is a spectacle for people. Uh, They feel quite as uh, emotional about it until that scene when she has to go into town and you see everyone looking at her and the way the people look at her. Uh, 
but she also just kind of owns it and goes, this is what I got to do. This is me. And, you know, fuck off. If you- and if anyone hasn't watched this, so there's a scene where, again, Arnie keeps climbing the water tower and finally he does get arrested. And so Mama... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, there. no worries, no worries. So Mama uh, gets her family, they get in the car, and yeah, they go down to the police station, and yeah, she comes in, and she is like, I can't remember the officer's name, like, Hank. Hank! She's just screaming, and yeah, that's it, that's a great scene of the movie, but then, like, you were just saying, Mark, they come out of the police station, effectively, like, most of the town is there, and, um, you know, kids are are staring at her and pointing fingers and laughing and it's because of her weight. And even at one point, the one thing that I always find the most weird out of that whole scene is there's just like a, there's like an old guy, an old dude just standing there and he just pulls up a camera and takes a photo of her. It's like, Jesus, dude, like fuck off, man. And, um, but it's a very, it's a very powerful scene and it's very well done. Um, and in all technicality, she is the protagonist of the film uh, in, in the idea that Gilbert has dreams of leaving, but his dreams don't become fulfilled because he has to stay and take care of his mom, who cannot leave. Um, so she's not a bad guy. She's just technically the protagonist to our main character's goals and mission. But with that, you understand her in that scene a lot more. And you understand her exactly and she's a protagonist that maybe you don't have any feelings in the beginning of the film about her other than because it's never really like stated like oh she's an asshole because she doesn't let johnny depp leave it's not there but at that point you again you understand her as a person um and uh it's it's extremely touching and um i've also always kind of felt too like um, some of like the subtext of the films uh, thing that isn't talked about but is there is that um, her character is overweight and it's like it's it's metaphorical in a way because it's like she is a weight on Johnny Depp's character so it's kind of used as a double entendre to signify that point you know what I mean like she's a weight on his life because she has a weight problem um and the film is a lot, a lot of little things like that kind of sprinkled throughout that I think, again, is, is what helps it stand out as a really, really good film. Um, similar, like you were saying with The War, um, I feel like this is one of those movies that like, like what you were saying, it, it's like, if you haven't seen it, people are like, what? Like even people are like, like I've mentioned that I was going to record this episode with some people and they were like, what the hell is the name of the movie? And it's like, yeah, I know it's got a weird title, but trust me, it's worth it. Um, There's people that haven't seen this. Yeah. I would actually say in my lifetime. So you know, this film is uh, almost 30 years old now, which is crazy to think. Um, uh yeah, there are more people I've probably met that have not seen this movie than have. Um, like, when my girlfriend first saw it, it was like, uh, I want to say like a year and a half ago, uh, we were at my mom's house and we were just, what movie should we watch? And I had brought up What's Eating Gilbert Grape and my mom and my girlfriend Nan had not seen it. So we watched it all together and that was their first time experiencing it. And that was, yeah, a year and a half ago. So it um, it did not do well in theaters, uh, but when it came out on VHS, it gained popularity from that 
Um, because that was how we saw it. Um, but yeah, it didn't really do. I think it made its money back in theaters, but it didn't, you know, particularly do well in terms of money. Um, but it's definitely stood the test of time. This, like the war, um, are films that you could watch today and and understand it. You don't need to be a product of the '90s to understand this movie. Um, but then I think too. Um, sorry, I'm rambling here, but I think there's um. The major theme, too, of, of a movie that I, again, has done really well in terms of subtext, subcontext, is um, we find out that the dad killed himself. And they never really say specifically why. They just kind of said he was just not really there. So you could maybe chalk it up to, like, de- yeah, emotional, not emotionally being there, emotionally detached, depression. And the dad killed himself. And that is when the issues truly sink in. Um, you know, we find out, like, actually, Gilbert's mom actually used to be full of life and energy, and she wasn't obese. And Gilbert was like, you know, she was really pretty when she was younger. And then, you know, my dad killed himself, and she let herself go. And so with that, what I really like about the movie is you see you see the results of what a suicide can do without having to see the suicide. You know what I mean? It's like you see the you see the aftermath of the toll that it takes on people that care about you. And I love how that's that's kind of a '90s theme. Uh, filmmaking, I think, too, is is referencing a traumatic situation uh, without <clears throat> having to spell it out for you or have to show it uh, in a, a gruesome manner or anything. They're able to just be like, "Yep, this thing happened." here's how the rest of it is 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 ha- you know is going on after and the kind of to go back to how we started this episode was uh how we're comparing these two films and the similarities uh are how the different people in a family unit are uh affected by trauma and how letting it uh change their life and how are they going to overcome it it's again kind of like like similar to the war it's again like everybody has problems but that's the point like we all do and no person's problems are generally bigger or lesser than anybody else's like stress is stress you know what i mean and um i think both of these films yeah definitely tap into that that if there is something going on in life you're not alone and actions can have dire, dire consequences. Um, Again, the dad decided to take his life and now, you know, these kids are are left, they're not poor, but they definitely don't have, you know, money. uh, And they're they're then stuck with a mom that uh, is effectively weighing them down uh, in their own personal lives. And that was the result of this man deciding to do something without asking if it, you know what other people felt about it mm. uh and for that um i think yeah it's a it's a really good film like like you just said perfectly like it's like yeah they don't have to they didn't have to you know some films would have started with like the dad hanging himself and then it's like five years later you know and it's like they didn't do that you don't have to do that here because that's not what it's about but it's what it's all about uh and you don't find out until like halfway through that he did it at the house when 
like dad's down there dad's down there and it's those like oh shit moments too where you're like okay things make a little more sense now like it happened at home and this is like where like a lot it, it starts to like explain the trauma a little more that they've experienced mm-hmm. um but yeah it's i think it's it's a wonderful film and it's like it's every time you watch it it's you can pick up something a little bit new because then yeah if you start you know the film like say on your second time viewing it now knowing that the dad is his uh, committed suicide, you can understand then even more things in the beginning. And again, each time it just kind of adds another layer on top of it. Um, there are some 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 goofy things uh, in the movie. So we were talking about Gilbert's uh, soon-to-be girlfriend, um, Becky, played by Juliette Lewis. Uh, she does an awesome job in the movie. I always really like her. Um, they're passing through town in not motorhomes motorhomes like the shit what are they called where you pull them on your truck the little the little rockets that you can live in yeah like the airstreams or the uh, yeah trailers yeah so there is effectively like i don't know 50 that pass through town and Becky is traveling with her grandmother and theirs breaks down so now they are stuck in this town and Gilbert gets to um get to know her as a result of that um and there's always one scene that always kind of cracks me up is when they're when they're swimming arnie and and becky and gilbert are swimming and uh she just goes in just completely closed first she's got like a button on and a t-shirt and pants i always just thought that was kind of funny it's just kind of like a silly kind of like i mean it's her character so it makes sense but I just always crack up every time I see it. Every time, like, I watch it in my head, I'm always like, well, these are my swimwear clothes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's that same scene, too, where she's, like, trying to coax Johnny Depp to come in, right? Mm-hmm. And then he won't. And he's also amazed because Arnie's getting in the water and he never has and was always, like, afraid of her. And she like coaxes him in, and he and he goes, "Oh, is this what you want?" And walks into the water completely clothed yep. as well. Yep, jacket on, everything, shoes, the whole nine yards. Yep. And I, at that time, when I saw it, I'm like, "Oh my god, like it's gonna take so long to dry that shit out." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, '90s, like, what are you doing here, '90s? What are you doing to us? It was a, a a fun like carefree scene where it showed that he's like just kind of like letting loose and doesn't have any of that like stress or obligations of the rest of his life he's let loose because he's with her mm-hmm. yeah and, and she's helping him kind of unwind unwind that knot and um but then i think in her too he sees like you know her and her grandma are traveling around and that is effectively what he wants to do and so she helps him in that uh another little funny thing that actually my girlfriend Nat brought up last night so um as the film goes on, uh, we have to we realize that Becky has to leave. She has to, you know, the car gets fixed and her and her grandma are going to hit the road again, which is pretty sad. Uh, you know, Gilbert really likes her. And um, and then they have Arnie's 18th birthday. And then uh, Mama actually dies that night. Her character passes away. And they talk about how, you know, it's going to take a lot of people to get her body out of the house and there's going to be a big, another big scene and they don't want to deal with that. And that's not a good way to like honor her and remember her. So they take everything out of the house and they just, they burn it. And, um, I've always really liked that. They burn her, uh, in the house, you know, she's dead. And, um, uh, 
and they take everything out of the house and then it kind of fast forwards a year later uh, when Becky and this caravan uh, of these of these trailers are going to come through town again. And it was kind of funny because last night my girlfriend Nat was like, where did they stay for an entire year? And it's like, yeah, where did they stay for an entire year? It's kind of funny to think about. Um, it doesn't really matter because then Becky comes back and him and her and uh, Johnny Depp, Gilbert, you know, get to be together again. And they, they I think at that point they also leave together. Um, so it's just like a funny thought every time I have Fun. when I watch that movie. When we first meet Becky, that they explain that that it's a caravan that it just travels around the country every year and just makes like around and they just stay at different like campgrounds, which is a thing. You know, there's dramatic people that actually do that. Um, you know, like that that's their they just they never actually plant roots anywhere. They just check out different areas and go as groups around the country and stay at a place for a week or two and then pop off to the next place. Yeah, we were we were joking that like Frances McDormand's going to pop out because she was in that movie Nomadland. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's a really good movie. I highly recommend it. It's called Nomadland. And it's Frances McDormand is, is a person that does that, uh, just travels around living place to place, but you get to see her journey. But um, that's another story for another time. But uh, but yeah, it's... Um, and then as a result, but again, that it's like pulling your roots out and then... Uh, you know, Johnny gets to, to travel with her and he gets to take Arnie, which is then kind of like, again, um, he's free of the burden of his mom. And I think that ultimately at the end of the day, I th I've always felt like that's what the film is trying to say is like, don't, don't be the character mama, you know, not that she's a bad person, but like kind of do whatever it takes in life to not get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, again, not that she was a bad person, but like, you can see that she just was not there as a mom for any of her children when they needed, especially Arnie, Arnie, you know, I always feel like he, of anybody, he did kind of listen to her the most and, um, he did love her and, uh, um, for her to not be there emotionally for her children is, is, is really tough. I can't imagine being a parent and, not being there for my kids. And so it's kind of saying like in life, you know, taking care of yourself and taking care of those around you is very important because they need it. And, uh, and again, it's, they say it all with, without saying it, which is pretty cool. So. Tell me what you want as fast as it comes to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 What do you want? Faster. Okay. I want a new thing. House. I want a new house for the family. <sighs> I wanna. I want Mama to take aerobics classes. I want Ellen to grow up. I want a new brain for Arnie. I want. What do you want for you? Just for you. I want to be a good person. <laughs> ah, I can't. I can't do this. I can't. Okay. Where's Arnie? Um, one other thing uh, that I wanted to bring up that I really like about this movie is um, to write 
a lot of characters in a movie can be hard because they either have to um, have their own set of goals that can work with or against the main um, uh, protagonist. Did I say Mama was the protagonist earlier? I slipped up and meant to say the antagonist. So rewind this entire podcast and every time I say Mama was the protagonist, uh, I meant to say the antagonist. Now that I'm thinking about it because Gilbert is obviously the protagonist. Um, anyway... Characters always have like goals and, and, and things that they need to set up for themselves. And one of my favorite little goals in this movie is John C. Riley's character who just wants to work at a what was it called? Like the 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 burger barn? Which <laughs> is effectively uh just a McDonald's. Um it's like a Burger King McDonald's thing. I like the Culvers. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a better yeah, because it's not like it's not super fast food. It seems a little bit more cooked, but uh, that's his whole character uh, arc in the whole movie. And at the end, he he's a cook for one of the burger barns, and he's happy as a clam for it. Um, but it also creates one of my favorite scenes too, where they're at the funeral um, of um, uh, Betty, her. Uh, her husband had recently passed away, and Betty's character—that's a whole other can of worms. But um, just say, are we are we gonna totally pass over Betty? We got to talk about Betty. All right, we'll talk about Betty. Uh, but we're at her, at her at her husband's funeral, uh, and you see the the burger barn come in on a semi truck because you know it's a franchise, so they have the stories already pre built, and. Um, Arnie sees the burger barn and just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. And he's like, burger barn, everybody, burger barn. Oh, my God. I I probably cry laughing every time I see that scene because it's just like that's the last thing you'd ever want at a funeral is Arnie shouting about a burger barn. Um, right. Oh, it's so funny. But that was like the biggest thing to happen to the town all year. That's, you know, that was they like brought that up multiple times. So like the burger barn was like a huge deal. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a, that theme as well of like the uh, commercialism, the the larger corporate, you know, taking away that small town life and feel. And it's kind of introduced early on, but there's not a ton of payoff to it other than that it's just kind of happening um but uh but yes with that then is the character betty um and her husband uh who is a insurance salesman um but betty is having a secret affair with gilbert um and i've always found it funny too that their relationship is built on the hypersexualization of food <laughs> because Gilbert works at the grocery store so she orders food to be delivered to her house and then while the husband's away you know they sneak off and fool around while the kids are outside playing or whatever but there's always food because like the first time uh, it's the ice cream and she's like seductively finger feeding it to Gilbert uh, and then there's the second time as well where um, she's making the cookies and she's trying to be cute with the cookie dough <laughs> and uh um and then even still too the the only other time that we see her is when she's in the grocery store saying goodbye to gilbert after the husband's passed away so i always thought that was kind of like again a funny little subtext of of her character is um is food and how they can kind of sexualize it in that way but um but her character too is also somebody that again uh you you 
begin to feel and understand at the end of the film. You get to understand her and her side of things. See, and I, I don't with her. Not really. I don't like, I mean, she, she has similar like goals and aspirations as Gilbert. She's like, Oh my God, I feel stuck. And so because of that, then she's going off and, and uh, sleeping around on her husband, but only with Gilbert, this young guy who is probably what it is like, 1920s or yeah. 19 or early yeah. 20s. I would say early 20s. Yeah. So, and she's putting him in this like awkward, weird predicament. And then she, there's one where she like, what the husband calls home while she's blowing him. And then he, Gilbert on the phone with the husband while she's, and I was just like, Oh my God. Bananas. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot to then, take in. Yeah, and then she, you know, the husband mysteriously dies in front of the kiddie pool that he got specifically for the kids. And, the, you know, they point out where, like, all he's trying to do is make sure his family is happy. And he mysteriously dies right after the whole, you know, Gilbert basically breaks it off with her. So in my mind, there's always this, there's always been this question of did she poison him? And, like, I mean, she's always cooking and shit in the house. Uh, I want to I want to watch back and like look deeper into like all the groceries that get delivered and see if there's like rat poison in some of the groceries that get put away. Uh, I'm curious to see about that. That's funny. I ne- see, and I would have never thought of that in a million years. I like I like that idea. I see. I didn't pick up on that at all. I smoking a cigarette afterwards and like looks like she's full of money now that he's dead. Like she got all his money and like is off to gallivant and you know tells her kids like get whatever you want here in the store it's fine mm-hmm. yeah we got I'm, we got the money now yeah so it, it, it's it's questionable to me whether her character is uh i don't know she's she's dubious uh to to say the least and yeah. questionable it, that, yeah that's a that's a that's seriously that's a really good point because like i said i never thought of that i always i always interpreted it as um i always felt like she did love him maybe not the life of living in this town. I too feel like she always wanted to get out. Um, but see, I always kind of interpreted it as that because it's, it's, it's proclaimed that he had effectively like a heart attack and then he fell face first in this little teeny tiny kiddie pool and drowned in it. And, um, what I've always got gotten out of that is she is talking to Gilbert. She says, everyone in town thinks, um, that I did it. And, it's kind of like that it's that checkbox. It's like as soon as you as soon as you're marked by that small town life, you're fucked. Because mama when she came out of the police station, everyone was like staring at her and she, she's shunned and there's no coming back. You know what I mean? Or if if you are coming back it's going to take a long time. And I feel like then her character got that exact same mark that mama did. You know what oh. I mean? Yeah, I guess I could see that too. That's how I've always interpreted that, and that's why she's leaving is because she is now effectively um, on the same, I don't know what you call it, same societal level as Mama, although she doesn't know that about the mother character, but we as the audience do, and that she can't handle it. And and then um, it's also kind of always goes into like the weird zone of like, you know, men falling in love with women that are kind of like their mom. So now maybe that is why he did like her, but that's a whole can of worms of like Freudian this or that, that we don't have to particularly go into, but that is kind of what I've taken out of that is that it's like, as soon as you get that mark, 
in that small town life, you're fucked and you're never getting out of it because that town will never forget because there's only 50 people there and growing up in small towns, I could 100% stamp that shit as authentic, as real as possible. So, uh, but that is interesting. I, I will watch your interpretation of that the next time I watch this. And that is, that's, that's goddamn good movie making. If you ask me where you can watch the exact same thing and have two different feelings from it. So 30 years later. Yeah. And you can still hold on. Wait, how did this happen? Yeah, that's a really good point. I'll have to check it out. But, um, but, uh, yeah. Anything else, uh, on, on Gilbert grape that, uh, you wanted to bring up or mention or talk about? One should see it. Yeah. I would recommend seeing it too. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's worth the watch. Like, Mark, you were talking about again. Like you can, you can, you can honestly find a lot of movies on YouTube, and I don't know if you can with this. I own it on iTunes. Um, I think I bought it for like five, six dollars because it's an older movie now. It's pretty cheap. Um, I would say if you have the chance to rent it or even just own it, uh, I would highly recommend it. And I would also, again, highly recommend checking out The War. Um, two great early 90s movies that are about small town families that have problems <laughs> yeah that's exactly it those are the summary points of both films but um dysfunctional families and how to cope and uh and then when you watch what's it in gilbert great you can go up to anybody that has seen the film and you can say match in the gas tank boom boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, everybody, for for joining in and listening in. Uh, it's been wonderful talking about these two movies. And thank you so much, Mark, for hopping again on these mics and, and talking about films. I do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I, it was a good time. And, um, yeah, we will be back. We will be back next week. And I can say that confidently at the, um, at the end of an episode a while ago I said we'll be back next week and that was a straight up lie because that's what I got insanely busy with life but this time I mean it we will be back next week um I will be with my friend Janine and we're going to be talking about some comic books so uh check that out if you can and uh thank you again thank you Mark and everybody see you later bye match in the gas tank boom boom